are listening to the Two Button Crew Podcast, episode 27, Ring Fit Adventure. This is Scott, and I have one co-host today. How are you, my friend, Glenn? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's great to see you. Is that uh, The sweat glistening off your, your forehead is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all the lines, the quote. <laughs> So, why are we here? What are we doing? And why are we talking about an old game? Well, we're here to talk about Ring Fit Adventure, a game that we both uh, have greatly enjoyed, and um, I know at least I've benefited from it. But we didn't feel comfortable um, talking about it right away because Ring Fit Adventure is very much a lifestyle game. So it's, it's a game that you... You can't really play it for a month and get the full experience. Uh, I I would say, you know, it's it's something that, just like fitness and lifestyle changes, it takes time to really uh, really appreciate it. Um, also, it's January, at least when we're recording this, and uh, you know, a lot of people are thinking about fitness. A lot of people are making New Year's resolutions, so it seemed like a uh, it seemed like it'd be topical to talk about now. Yeah, and if there's one thing that TBC has always been criticized for, it's for old news. I would post a video about a direct and our in-depth impressions of it like a week later, and people would be like, old, why are you talking about this? That was so last week. So why stop now? We're going we're gonna to talk about even older things, go back even further. Yeah. Well, and hey, you know, it's it's not too late to jump on the bandwagon. Um, I know that I got the game for uh, my brother and sister-in-law uh, for Christmas, and I found out just uh, this last weekend that my uh, uh, aunt and cousins have started playing it. So Yeah, and it's been selling out pretty consistently since launch. So to a lot of people, this is a new game. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for anyone playing it on a switch light though because they have to buy another set of joy con to make it work and that screen is just going to be tiny for that but i know that some people they bought a switch light and they bought ring fit adventure with it does the switch light have the kickstand no it doesn't because there's no tabletop mode for that system oh gosh that must not be an, much, I didn't though. even consider that. That must be an absolutely miserable experience. <laughs> Just like duct tape it to the wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe make your own wall mount. Okay, so let's dive in. Let's start where we usually start with presentation. And if you heard the last podcast, you heard my rant about Nintendo and storyline and stuff. So obviously this is the category that... I care the least about. Glenn, take it away. Okay, well, the story is uh, unsubstantial, inconsequential, but charming. You okay. Know, it's, it's a Nintendo plot, basically. It's, <laughs> you know, it's got that weird sort of Nintendo brand of silly where, I don't know, like, there, have you noticed that, that, like, a lot of, not necessarily, like, the mainline Super uh, AAA games, but a lot of Nintendo games have just this kind of weird sort of silly tone that is very dis- is like very distinctly Nintendo. Yes, definitely. I think it goes hand in hand with them not really having the capability or the desire to do like realistic graphics and voice acting, although this game kind of has voice acting. Yeah, it kind of not- does. It's weird. Like um Ring is fully voiced in cutscenes, but all the other characters it's text. So, you know, you'll have uh, Ring saying something like, Drago, we're here to stop you! And then Drago, you just have like the sound effect where it's just like, and the text and... So Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, they they should have at least had those two main characters voiced. I can see all the side characters just being text, but, but yeah, I think it just goes hand in hand with kind of their low effort to realism. And like when you don't have realism... It's better to lean further the opposite way into the kind of silly story. Well, nature. and also it's. I think it would be 
harder to keep someone's attention with this game if it had an epic story that had like depth and pathos and stuff because it's just such a silly concept. Yeah. That you you kind of have to have like this weird sort of tongue in cheek uh, tone to to really um, to really sell it. Yep. You know, it'd be like kind of those um, PlayStation Move games uh, back in the PS3 era, <laughs> where you know you'd have sort of the the motion control thing, and then the realistic graphics, and you know you always kind of look at it as like, man, that's just really weird. My brain doesn't want to process like <laughs> this sort of silly action with these more realistic. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. You know, a minute ago when you said Ring was fully voiced, it was then that I remembered his name's actually Ring. I had completely forgotten what that character's name was. So I think I paid attention to the story for about 17 seconds. And then I realized, okay, it's going to be very repetitive as far as defeating Drago in each world. And I can pretty much tune out and mash through these dialogue boxes because I'm really there to make the most of my time. And I think I'll come back to that as we go through more sections but but the storyline is is charming enough and written with enough puns which is one of the treehouse's specialties that it's worth paying attention to if you have a lot of time but if you need to get in and do your workout and get out it's very much skippable yeah um i i will say i i did read the story you know i did pay attention to that because to me that's part of the experience and I feel like I was missing part of it if I um, didn't do that, but uh, I will say I basically was doing like a Mystery Science 3000 thing all throughout it, where basically any time, ever since watching Freeman's Mind, um, which I think I've alluded to on um, a few other podcasts, um, I I have this thing where anytime there's a silent protagonist, I always have to like, as the story's unfolding, I'm just like spouting out what I think is going through that character would be going through that character's head. Lots of puns, though. I, I do I do like puns. <laughs> yes, we got to tip our hat to them there. And then as far as the or visuals... Or sweatbands, as the case may be. That could be, yes. Have you worn a sweatband while you played? Uh, no, I don't, I don't right. have a sweatband, so... Yeah. Probably should Me get either. one, though. <laughs> Why? It's beautiful. Well, it's not so beautiful when it's like dripping into your eyes and starting to stink. <laughs> the visuals are sufficient. Uh, I am playing the game on a big 4K TV now, and it upscales pretty pretty nicely, I think. Um, yeah, and what is kind of interesting is that they recycle so many environments, though. So they only made 30 levels or so, and then as you go through each world, it's just... Now it's snowing, now it's raining, now it's light, now it's dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is kind of... um, It's sort of the problem that the Sonic team has mentioned with the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Because you're running through these uh, pretty quickly, it's Mm -hmm. hard to make a lot of content for that. Uh, So I absolutely understand that. And again, the the environments don't matter that much. No. No, Having said that... The, the environments are pretty nice. I do like the environments. Like, they're, you know, some of them are kind of boring where it's just like, oh, you're walking on, like, through this sort of, I don't know what you would call it. It's just like planks. Boardwalk? Like, yeah, boardwalk kind of thing through um, a hallway. But uh, some of them are like, you know, you get some, like, really nice vistas and the camera will pan out and you'll see the wild wildlife and stuff. So, um, there, there, there is some really nice uh, scenery here. Um, also, there are a, a lot of nice little graphical flourishes. Like, you know, the, the the graphics themselves at first glance don't look that impressive. But um, the visual effects, I think, are really where it makes up for it. Because, you know, there's like mm-hmm. the way the muscles, like your character's muscles start to glow um, when you do exercises. You know, that's that is one of those things that I look at that and it's like, okay, I bet that's a really simple trick, but it looks like it would be something, um, really cool and complicated. Um, yeah, if she says ever gets, uh, to do a boundary break episode for that, I would love to see what that looks like from multiple angles. 
but he has uh, to do workouts. That's like a, just a two D texture that's being superimposed over the character, so it looks like his body's glowing, uh-huh. or if that's um, that's like an actual visual effect being applied to the model. Um, I would love it if he got to free up the camera, but he still had to like jog in place or flap his arms wildly to like fly the camera everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, if you guys are lost, we're talking about She Says Who Makes the YouTube channel Boundary Break, mm-hmm. and he gets to move the camera around different environments that you don't normally get to see in Nintendo games and other games, and he does a great job. He puts a lot of effort into uncovering secrets. And uh, you and Simeon interviewed him at one point, if I recall cor- uh, correctly. So We did. We interviewed him before he was big time. Yeah, you interviewed really- him like a, a week before his channel blew up. Or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, so we get the credit, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you're the reason I subscribed to him, so I, I, I guess you contributed. You're worth 100 subscribers, Glenn, with the quality of comments you leave. Yeah, I don't think the YouTube analytics uh, <laughs> would agree with you on that one. But, uh, yeah, so a lot, of great, uh, a lot of great visual effects, a lot of great particle effects, and the animations are pretty good, too. Like, there are just, like, a lot of nice little flourishes with, like, how the enemies will, like, tense up right before you uh, release an attack on them and mm-hmm. stuff. Just little, little details like that. So, you know, even though the graphics look simple... Um, very much, uh, very much has that Nintendo level of polish. Yeah, I wanted to bring up the polish as well. Mm-hmm. This is probably the best time for it because I am notoriously scared of RPGs and game with games with numbers and menus. But thanks to Nintendo's polish, it was it's really user friendly. Even the skill tree is super easy to grasp and understand. Uh, all the menus are great, so I really appreciate that. And uh, they made it super streamlined and just easy to get out what you put into the game. So Yeah, I, I think the um, the attack select menu, if we're just going to deviate for a second, the attack select, deviate on the deviation, uh, select menu uh, could have been better for the actual fight interface because having to scroll through each thing one at a time you know, it's like, I kind of wish I had two rows so that I could, you know, just flick up and then up and down to access stuff easier. But um, other than that, yeah. Yeah, especially when you start unlocking more slots for all your workouts. Yeah. That that, that row does get pretty long. Okay, how is the music? I don't know because I turned the volume down and listened to podcasts. Yeah, you do, don't you? Um, the music <laughs> is... It's weird because the music you hear the most is, I would just describe it as sufficient. So like the menu screen music and all that. Um, But like the actual battle music and some of the, um, some of the jogging themes are actually really good. Um, Like I I would encourage people to, um, and the weird thing is like that music, the, the, the jogging music and battle music, like the mixing is kind of turned down. So that, you know, so you can hear Ring um, giving you, like, advice and stuff. So it's this weird thing where it's, like, the best music in the game, it's almost like they don't want you to hear it. (laughs) But, yeah, I remember listening to some of the music um, while working on the outline for this uh, podcast, which is kind of a a thing I often do is after I beat the game, I listen to the the music while I'm writing the the article or whatever. So, like, um, I think I mentioned this in the Shantae review I did recently where uh, I, I mentioned that I was listening to the music while I was writing the review. You know? mm-hmm. just sort of keeps me in that, that frame of mind. Genius. Um, and, like, some of the music, I like, while I was listening to it, I had to stop and, like, it's like, what is the name of this track? Because this is really good. <laughs> I'm not going to say all the track. You know, I'm not going to say it's uh, it's a home run soundtrack by any means. There's a lot of songs that you, you listen to and you go, yeah, it's pretty good. Um but another th- interesting thing about it is it has a variable mix soundtrack, which means that the like the instruments change depending on what you're doing. So it does kind of help keep you in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's again, it's it's polished. It's a very subtle subtle thing. Yes, Nintendo Polish is one of the main reasons I love that company. Mm-hmm. Okay, did they polish 
the hardware as well as the software. Let's talk about the ring con and the leg strap, which in order to get into the gameplay, you gotta get suited up each each day. I was gonna say each morning, but you can play this play this game anytime. The ring con you slide the Joy-Con R into, and the leg strap you put around whichever leg you want, and put the really. Joy-Con. I thought it had to be the left leg. Does it? Mm. No, it can't tell. I don't think it can tell, but it, everything I've seen, they say put it around your left leg. Uh huh. I've put it on my left leg from the first day, forevermore. It's like when you get married and you lay down on one side of the bed. That's a decision forever. You don't just change that someday. And I think it's the same with the leg strap. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> and I'm a fan of these accessories. The Rincon is pretty fascinating because it's basically a Pilates ring, mm-hmm. but the Which controller... Which I didn't know was a thing until this game. Uh-huh. But the controller can sense when you're bending it and how hard. And... It's some actual technological interface happening. It's not just motion control, because if you just raise the ring con up, it knows you're not squeezing it at all. So there's actual information passing yeah, back Yeah, well, there's, there's, there are ways to do that. I remember I, I mentioned it. I was describing it to my dad, and I forget exactly what the term was it for, was for it, but he, he immediately knew what the technology they used. Okay. Um, so it's, I think it has something to do with like um, quartz or something uh, or some some material that when you apply pressure to it, like generates a little bit of an electric current and it can okay. use that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I wanted to ask how you felt about the resistance of the ring con because it is kind of one size fits all. It's not something that the Joy-Con can actually adjust the resistance. So what the game does to account for it is just how long you're supposed to keep it squeezed. And maybe if you're on a lower difficulty, they will count a half squeeze as a full squeeze. But as far as the actual material and how much it fights you when you try to press it in, they kind of dialed it into what they thought would be a good common denominator. And I'm pretty happy with it myself. Yeah, it's... it's firmer than i was expecting because that was mm-hmm. a concern of mine when i saw it. it's mm-hmm. like okay well this this looks like it's going to be a one size fits all um so the thing is like th- this is definitely um and we can we're probably going to get more into this later uh i feel like i've been saying that on the podcast a lot of late <laughs> we'll talk about this more later and then half of the time it doesn't happen um <laughs> you better just talk about it now maybe okay, it drives listeners so crazy it's... like they have this open loop they're always waiting when are they going to get back to that um so this is definitely um reps over um weight so uh and that it yeah if you do enough of it it will tire you out but um, there is a part of me that kind of wishes that Nintendo would release like a, a slightly um, more resistant version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know. could add I, weights I, I to it. it. Hmm? You could add weights to it. I don't think that would work. I, I think what you would want to do is like maybe tape a, a Pilates ring or something to the inside of it or whatever. Oh. That you could get more resistance that way. You could like try to modify the ring itself. If you had two switches, two Ring Fit Adventures, you could be playing two Ring Fit Adventures at once. That's that would be next level. <laughs> that that would that would be. Um, I think that'd be a more of a workout for my brain than it would be for my body. <laughs> but yeah, Speaking you know, of... yeah, even then. Uh, after a few reps, some of these exercises, especially like the the bicep curl, um, that's uh, like a healing technique. Um, that one like just makes my forearm. I, I call it bicep. Uh, sorry, biceps. Fun fact: biceps is both singular and plural. Um, a biceps curl. Um, it wow. has to do with like I think it's from uh, the uh, not Roman uh, Latin. I think it's it has to do with Latin. So it's. Okay, but you wouldn't say weird. I'm working out my right biceps, would you? No, that that is technically correct. 
most people don't huh. do it because they're they're trying um it sounds like it's a plural term mm-hmm. but i mean biceps literally translates to two-headed so you know you could argue that it's plural regardless because you're it's referring to the two the way it splits into two um mm-hmm. parts okay well i'll do i'll call it that from now on just for fun okay i can and because it's correct but um what was i saying yeah doing the that um exercise like makes my arms hurt even though that you know the ring itself um I know that there were some times where it's like, okay, I have to take a, a break for like three or four or minutes so that I can actually, my arms can, like, I can regain feeling in my arms uh, yeah. <laughs> on some of those levels. Some of those yep. levels got got pretty uh, brutal, even though, you know, for the most part, I, I've gotten pretty accustomed to it. So you do it long, basically what I'm trying to say is you do it long enough and you will, you will feel it, even if it's at first doesn't feel like it's giving that much resistance. So between the two Joy-Con and their motion sensing, the game has a pretty good idea of how you're working out in a lot of different poses, a lot of different exercises. So the main levels are split into two parts, jogging and fitness battles. So jogging for me was fine. Um, I always have to pick up the pace a little bit more than I would jog subconsciously. I'd be like, oh, I'd realize my character's not running at peak speed, so let me try to go a little faster. So that was a nice challenge. But mostly, um, again, I'm just trying to maximize the time that I have on a given morning to work out. So I just want to get between point A and point B, basically to the next battle as soon as I can. Yeah, I always try to to run as fast as I can when I'm doing it. Um, I've... uh, I'm I'm kind of a burn the candle at both ends kind of guy, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I really like about jogging is that it's not just running in place. Like, there's a lot of other stuff to do. You know, there's of course the power ups, the pick up, and stuff. But um, you also have like trampolines that your character jumps on, and um, these little things where you um, pull the ring apart to like uh, sort of zip line, I guess would be the word for it. It's not exactly that, but you know, stuff like that. So um, it's it's not just one thing. Yeah, they do mix it up with little side attractions. They're always, they're sneaking in little exercises and you get to the end of the level and it gives you experience. You're like, oh, that's what I was doing. I was doing a, a lean or a squat or something. But I mean, that is the great thing about Ring Fit Adventure is that all you're doing is exercising, but because of what you're seeing on the screen, it tricks you into feeling like you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, one of the things I found interesting about the jogging courses is it'll say, like, oh, this is an arm course. You should uh, you should equip a lot of arm techniques. And so you start the course, and the first thing you do is you jog up, and it starts asking you to do squats. So it's like the jogging kind of is oftentimes structured in a way where it's meant to counterbalance mm-hmm. what you're doing in the fights. Yep. To give you a more well-rounded uh, exercise. Yeah. Good observation. And speaking of the fights, let's talk about that. So fitness battles, they have a simple system having to do with colors. So enemies can be red, yellow, blue, green, and those all have weaknesses, or they can actually be black, which have no weakness. Yeah, and, and the, the black ones also just um, something I've noticed is unilaterally they just have higher defense. Yeah. So yeah. if you have like if you have a um, red uh, enemy, a green enemy, and then a black enemy, and you do a red attack. The green enemy will take um, less damage than the red enemy obviously, but the black enemy will take less damage than the green enemy, which um, I thought that was an in- interesting. It wasn't just like, oh, that you just can't find a weakness on this thing. It's like, oh, it actually is just plain stronger. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I'm sorry. Then, I've been... I, I, I know. I'm getting lost in the weeds there. I've, I've been, like, for the last several months trying to figure out how to reverse engineer the battle system because uh-huh. you have like a lot of big numbers and it's like you have 700 attack and i look at that and it's like what does that mean though <laughs> yeah no that's good and 
like Glenn said, the attacks also have their colors. So if they correspond, if they if they match up, they're more powerful. So that's different than like Pokemon where you want to be the opposite. You want to attack red with, with blue, fire with water. This one you want to match up and you do reps and you can perform reps good or great. Great does more damage. And that has to do with like holding it and releasing it at the right amount of time. Uh, stronger attacks generally attack fewer enemies. Weaker attacks have a wider range. So I really don't have many complaints about the battle system. I think they did a great job and it does make exercising fun. And it's fun cycling through those and thinking like, man, I could do 700 right now, but my arms are tired. So... I'm just going to do a leg attack for now. I'll come back to the red later. Yeah, there is kind of a strategy to what order you do attacks in that I kind of mm-hmm. like because it's and it's dictated by your own physicality, not Yes. I mean, there is a cooldown period for techniques in the game. Um so it, you know, you can't just do the same exercise over and over again, but mm-hmm. there also is like sort of I I would constantly find myself saying, "Okay, you know, I just did like a strength workout for my arms or whatever so maybe you know if i wanted to do another red attack i'm probably going to do that one where you like lift the ring over your head and twist your arms because that's a lot easier um yeah um, aka the easiest attack in the game yeah um or you know switching up between doing squats and um doing the cardio techniques Mm -hmm. and then sometimes your strategy is dictated by the enemies you're facing like the yoga mat dudes hate those because they can restore a bunch of life and they can restore it to themselves or like a boss. So I want to take them out first so that I can chip away at the boss without him getting healed. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the uh, you, also the little megaphone guys. So, you know, it's like, okay, take out the mats first and then the megaphones because the megaphones can call for backup uh, mm-hmm. it's in the later levels. And so, it's, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I hate those things. But, um, yeah, and sometimes, like, it it really forces you to stop and think. Like, there, are, you wouldn't think that there's a whole lot of strategy because it is a very simple system. But um, when you're, like, in the later game, when you're going up against, like, the silver enemies, uh, there are gold and silver enemies, and they offer, uh, they're kind of like um, the... Some RPGs have enemies that are worth like a lot of experience points. They're not really difficult, but they run away quickly. And so you have these like gold and silver enemies that'll run away. And, you know, gold enemies I think give lots of money, and silver enemies give a lot of experience points. And so it's like, okay, how do I defeat all of these things quickly so that I can maximize the number of experience points? And so I'm, you know, I'm like looking through my smoothies and it's like, oh, this will give me an extra turn and this will give me like a rush attack and this will give me a bonus bonus damage on this kind of attack. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, there are moments where, you, uh, again, most of the time you're, you're just kind of going through and saying, okay, I want to take care of that first. Or you're just saying, what, how can I beat these in the fewest moves possible which kind of feels antithetical to the point of the game (laughs) yes okay uh, yeah that's a good word so let's run with that antithetical that's my one complaint about some of the balancing is that a lot a lot of the easier exercises seem to do more damage that was especially noticeable early on with the yoga moves the green ones so all you have to do is balance and maybe do something a really simple movement like leaning or twisting your wrists or something like that you know it's weird you're not the first person i've heard to say that yoga moves are overpowered in the game but i almost never use them because they're just so boring (laughs) they're boring yeah and i i I wish that it was balanced like yoga moves actually um in the late game they become less viable because you don't get um they have no rush attacks associated with them. Okay. Yes. Yoga moves actually, like, they get fewer bonuses. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, if you look at the skill tree, like, instead of getting a rush attack for the yoga moves, um, what you get is the uh, the um, chance of not taking any damage from an enemy attack. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I see. Well, and you mentioned the one red move, the arm move, where you twist your wrist and it does mm-hmm. it does 700 in in the iteration that i unlocked 
So I just wish that wasn't the case. Like I want the, the harder moves to be rewarded with a higher damage output. And that would incentivize me to get a better workout with the time I'm putting into the game. Well, the thing is, the order you unlock them has a lot to do with it. So um, the game tries to get you, to, uh, like, you get slightly more powerful attacks. And each, like, each attack has, I, I want to say it has four ranks. I have not unlocked at this point in time the fourth rank. Um, I think that may be a new game plus, and I'm going back and I'm doing all the side quests right now. But um, I, I think that's uh, just so that you're constantly unlocking more powerful techniques. Um, the thing I've... And, you know, that's actually kind of a clever thing about it is because there's a point where it's like, okay, I like this exercise, but it's no longer tactically viable, so I need to use this other exercise that I don't like as much mm -hmm. uh, or is harder for me. And so that encourages you to steadily just sort of swap out your techniques because in fitness, you are supposed to... Um, gradually, you know, you're supposed to change up your routine every now and then. Otherwise, um, your body just doesn't react to the exercise anymore because it gets too used to it. Well, as you're battling, you do have to keep in mind smoothies as well, which are the items in this RPG. So you collect ingredients by beating courses and opening chests and things like that. You do a little mini workout a little squeeze of the arms to create your smoothies okay like so my... quick question sorry to interrupt but does it bother no, you that it doesn't track like the number of calories you burn during the smoothie making interact <laughs> like uh no not personally i never have the calorie counter open but i'm guessing you do yeah um and i guess we'll talk about that later which which what we use for our little timer mechanism mm -hmm. whatever yep the smoothies are things like buffs that you can give your character, higher defense, extra damage output on certain colors, and then you can also do things like get double experience from the battle that you drink this smoothie in and stuff Which like that. Which is really well, helpful when fighting those silver enemies. I, I forgot to mention mm -hmm. that's part of the strategy. Yep. Always go into a silver battle with extra experience smoothie and then a gold battle with extra money. And then I guess you'd want to do that on the, the Drago fights as well. Yeah, though I find that it's actually it's just better to save it for the um, mm -hmm. for the gold and silver enemies because sometimes yeah. Drago doesn't give you that much. Yeah. Stingy jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any favorite smoothies? Um. So, like, you mean specific ones or just, like, types of effects? Specific, if you remember, but I'll settle okay, for types so of Okay, so specific effects. ones. Uh, banana uh, milkshake is mm -hmm. really, really useful because I think it um, gives you a plus two, um, like a double attack up uh, for um, yellow attacks, and it gives you like an extra turn. Mm -hmm. So, and it's also really, really easy to make because the ingredients you get are pretty plentiful. That's part of the problem with smoothies, in my opinion, is some smoothies are good, but you just never have the stuff to make them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other one is, and this is partially because um, I like it in real life, is uh, black tea. It, oh. it doubles the amount of um, doubles the amount of money you get, so it's a good one to just always have on hand and i also have a crippling black tea addiction do not <laughs> judge me is a, i'm genetically uh predisposed to having a high caffeine consumption it's completely out of my out of my control sound a little defensive there i'm not defensive you're defensive <laughs> yeah those are good ones i think it's dragon fruit that just gives you an extra level up right away mm -hmm. i like that because yeah anytime i saw a dragon fruit uh as something on this uh, stage i you know whip out the sesame smoothie yep which doubles the pickups you get in the stage for people who haven't played the game yet oh okay i don't think i've ever done that really that's that's like one of the first, you know as soon as I, they i saw that i could buy the sesame seeds it's like okay i'm just gonna stock up on this so anytime nice. i see something that i want you know i just uh, suck down a, a sesame smoothie and that's really smart and that's something... again that's part of the strat you know the this is a game like 
you you wouldn't think it, it's a game that you can think about, but there are little things like that where mm-hmm. you go, wait a second, I can optimize yeah. this. And I think it's some of those little things I'm not doing because I'm in such a hurry. Mm-hmm. Sorry to go back to that again, but before going into a stage, I pretty much just select my fit skills to have at least an extra one of whatever the recommendation is. Mm-hmm. But I've never really taken a look at what uh, what things I'm going to get because I guess I just thought, well, I'm just going to get them. But now that I know that I could be prepared with getting double ingredients, that's a great idea. Okay, so that's smoothies. I also like... Oh, yeah, and smoothies, just one more thing about it, again, going to the strategy thing, is that if you're, like, working one part of your body really hard, there are smoothies that will change the color of all your fit skills in battle. So it's like, okay, well, it's a red enemy, but my arms are really tired, so I'm going to fight him using squats by changing the color. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's there's a lot of weird, like, if you stop and sort of think about it, there are a lot of weird little kind of meta strategies that you can apply to this. Yep. Okay. Something else that's interspersed throughout the game are mini-games. So that's a little distraction from the jogging courses and their fitness battles. On the overworld map, you can go to these different gyms or mini-games that they have, and there's some good ones. There's some duds. I think I like most of them, especially the ones that take two or three minutes to complete. It's just fun to have something different. And then the ones that I'm a little bummed out about are the gyms where it's like a 15-minute battle. And most of the time I think to myself, I got to put this off for the next day when I'm fresh because those can be pretty tough. Yeah, and, and there is kind of a, an element of that of looking at the next level and going do i really have time or the energy to to do that one um but the like the mini games are actually really great if you just want to get one more thing in Mm -hmm. um now my major contention with them is that they typically don't burn that many calories because it's like oh hey you want to spend like um three minutes burning two and a half uh, calories or whatever it's like (laughs) I mean, sure, fine. I I guess I get some money if I I get a B or a higher. Which, yeah, gosh, it's easy to get a B in those. It is, two or three calories. I'm gonna inhale that in dust while playing this mini game. Yeah. Uh, maybe so, maybe you should clean more often. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a, any favorite? Um, I like the one where it you get it pretty early on, where you're climbing by. Um, sort of swinging in front of you. Uh, the one where you're smashing robots by twisting the ring con. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the crate smasher one just, like, that's that's an obvious choice. I, I can't imagine anyone not liking that. It reminds me of Smash Brothers for some yes. reason. It's really satisfying, especially when you get far enough that the yellow balloons mm-hmm. are coming down that explode everything. I don't like the pot sculptor one just because... It's hard to know if you're doing well or not until yeah, you get your grade. Yeah, that one is... I like it in concepts because um, as a bit of a graphics nerd, it's like, ooh, that's a really cool effect. I wonder how they do that. Um, and it, it is kind of a cool concept. Um, but, it, yeah, it is it is hard to wrap your head around. Um, mm-hmm. Like the one, what is it called, squat gains or squat goals or something where you have to like squat down and then jump up. I find that yeah. one kind of hard to do because the amount you squat um, is less than I think it should be uh, to to like charge it. So you're like mm-hmm. have a very small range to get it like halfway up, and it's like no, I feel like I should be like squatting all the way down to to get full power. But no, you don't have to yeah. like squat. For me, at least, I only have to squat like a third of the way down to get full power. Mm-hmm. Me too. So, what do you think of the rhythm game? that they patched in it's like ring fit adventures one big patch that they've done um so i haven't played any of the stages on hard mode the easy mode is really easy um but i like it for the most part um i don't play it hardly at all um it's just i'm i'm not a huge rhythm game kind of guy and uh i don't know it's um i probably should play play it more but it just 
I, I don't really touch the the extra modes that often and unless I'm just like okay I can't go to the next stage because that's it says it's gonna take like 12 minutes to complete or whatever mm-hmm. which is uh, longer than I want to spend so, you know then I like maybe do the one like some of the exercises where you just like squeeze the ring con as, as fast as possible yeah yep oh also ones I don't like the one where you swat the um, the frisbees with the fan that mm, one's awful. yeah the motion um, sensing isn't the best is it no it's not and then like some of the side quests um in the game I mean, we forgot to mention side quests so when you go around the map screen you can go to town and take side quests from people uh a side quest that i've had to do twice now um is uh get a perfect score in that <laughs> they, they phrase it as um defeat all the robots but to do that you have to get a perfect score and so when the thing is like has a tendency to swing when you're trying to return back to a neutral position um yeah uh i'd like to formally apologize to my my sofa for physically abusing it (laughs) that one time i was having trouble getting it right (laughs) oh oh what's that it forgives you he says it's okay it is a heat, right? I, you know, I never uh, thought to ask. <laughs> Glenn, I'm disappointed. You need to get more acquainted with your sofa. Okay, character growth and progression. This is an RPG after all. So one of the main factors driving you forward, level after level, world after world, is getting to a higher level. Getting to level 100. I think that was one of my first big goals. Once you realize, hey, this game's really long. I'm, it, I'm probably gonna get to level 100 before I beat this game. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I was like level 220 something, I think, when I beat it. I think you were very thorough, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Did you 100% and beat the game at the same time? No, I'm, I'm, uh, I alluded to it earlier, but I'm going back and doing all of the side quests and extra mm-hmm. missions now. Uh, before I go move on to New Game Plus. But you must have had most of them done, because I skipped as much as I could and beat the game a lot sooner than you did, so I feel like the, you must have 90%ed the game or something. Yeah, something along those lines, 85 mm-hmm. um, I The way I saw it is uh, that, for the most part, I... I focused on i wanted to um beat every stage in the um world and then i was a little iffy on the side quests mm-hmm. yeah but this, saving side quests for later is actually a really good th- uh trick for if you need like one uh, one or two extra things you can go back to a previous world where it's a little bit easier to complete those side quests and you can just like knock them out very quickly right and with every level you get a skill point well actually and not not really because you don't get skill points until like level 75 what is that is that so <laughs> yeah the, the skill tree doesn't unlock until like level 70 no no it's i think it was lower than that actually it may have been like 40 something but i remember huh. getting to that point and going wait i'm like several dozen levels into this and you're only just now giving me a skill tree Okay, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, I think that's good onboarding. Nintendo never likes to throw too much at someone at the beginning. Yeah, it's just it's really weird because this game is a is kind of gets off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. So yeah. it, it takes it takes a long time for you to get all this stuff. Like you don't even have the color matching um, mechanic when you first start. Yeah, that's true. Well, I like the skill tree. It even grows at one point, so that's a surprise. Like, whoa, point? I thought I was almost done. Uh, it, it grows more than once. Just spoilers. Oh. Oh, really? Really. When, do you, when does it grow again? I don't know. All right. I, I don't remember. <laughs> at one point. You already said it. Uh, well, that's good to know. Because I was a little... It probably has to do with me skipping as much as I could. But I did get to the point where 
the moves that I would unlock in the normal game were better than what I could buy with skill points in the skill tree. Mm-hmm. So if it grows again, that's great news because I'll have, have more to get. What do you think about the equipment? You could change your shirt, shorts, pants. Um, I mean, you know, it's pretty standard. Uh, it is kind of nice how there's like um, sort of a standard, like the tops are... Um, uh, attack and the uh, shorts and shoes are defense, so that is kind of nice. Um, I did find myself equipment. I don't feel like is. I never felt like it was very, um, very important to success. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where if I got to a world and I didn't like the look of uh, some equipment, and you know, I have kind of weird senses of taste. Like I don't like wearing long sleeves with shorts and stuff like that. Well, yeah, that's only psychos do that. Yeah, like um, Doug when he moved to Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Doug, Doug's a serial killer, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or a, a serial killer in the making, I suppose. <laughs> like, he, he had a very active imagination. Like, clearly he was hallucinating or something. Mm-hmm. So I oftentimes I didn't feel bad about skipping a world's equipment, um, but you do get equipment for completing certain quests and stuff. Um, though it, I had a weird tendency to never have a complete set from those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it's weird going back uh, and re- doing all the side quests and realizing, oh, so that's where the last piece was. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. This game has good presentation, good music, good venues, good polish, good skill tree, good battle system. It's a surprisingly good game, but at the end of the day, we're all here for the workout. So are you ready to talk about what we're getting out of this, Glenn? Okay, so our routine. I would play this once in a while for the first few months that it came out, eventually I did get into a week daily routine, which was really nice. It That allowed me to press through a lot faster and feel like I was actually making progress toward beating the game. As far as if it's effective, I think so. It's one of those things like, I don't know how I would feel if I wasn't doing this. I don't know how much more lethargic I would be, you know, for example. But uh, it does seem to be effective in that I could get tired from doing it. I think overall it's got a pretty good spread of the different kinds of moves um, as far as cardio core, arms, legs, and then I guess the obligatory balance that they threw in with the yoga moves. But I think that the arm workouts are, are very strong and effective. The legs, uh, those are challenging for me. The squats, I would do those and feel dizzy. So obviously I need to kind of work on that and work into making those not so difficult for me to do. And the core I liked as well. I'd say, well, let, let me have you respond before I give an overall thought. All right. So um, my routine... Uh, let me just start explaining my routine. Uh, three times a week, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, I try to, I play by counting the calories that I've burned because or the estimate that they give me. And so I always try to do at least a minimum of 60 calories, um, preferably 100 or more if I can. The, I very rarely meet that target these days. Um... And I would say that, yes, it is, in my case at least, it's 100% effective. Um, After starting this, I lost about 10 pounds. So I am the lightest I've ever been in my adult life. Um, I weigh less now than what I did when I started college. Um, For the first time in my life, I have definition on my triceps. Even when I was, like, doing martial arts, I I didn't have that. So, um, Did you know that triceps is always a singular word? Just joking. <laughs> um, and so, and yeah, I, I see that the, I, I have more muscle tone. Now, one of the things I will note, uh, we talked about how this is reps over resistance. And so high rep um, 
exercise. Uh, typically gives you like good tone, but it doesn't give you big muscles. So I, I'm still kind of uh, got twig arms, but now they're like <laughs> sinewy twig, twig arms instead of flabby twig arms. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, I, I would say it, it definitely, uh, definitely ha- has worked for me. Um, well, yeah, cool. I, yeah. I, I definitely would, would, uh, recommend it if you're, um, if you're like me and you, you have trouble working out because working out is boring to you. Um, I definitely would, uh, recommend this cause it's gotten me results. Yeah. It makes it fun. Um, like I said also, earlier, my calves I... were hurting so much when I first started <laughs> this cause I, I never realized that, um, running is, is how you work your calves. Which, in huh. hindsight, it's like, yeah, I, now that I think of it, I don't know of any calf exercises. Right, <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said earlier, I didn't keep my eye on the calories ever. I think I, I'm i more in it for what you mentioned about the muscle definition. So more muscle definition would always be nice. And unfortunately, I think that we Fit was a bit better at muscle training. As I remember getting better results as far as looking stronger when I used to play We Fit as part of my homeschool on a daily basis, We Fit and We Fit Plus. And that's one of my small disappointments with Ring Fit Adventure is it's missing just some very good, effective, staple workouts like push-ups and sit-ups. They have a sort of but the, they have a sort of sit-up exercise, but the jackknife in Wii Fit was, like, way harder and yeah, better. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with the motion tracking. Mm-hmm. Um, and a word of um, warning about the motion tracking in this game is it is it is very good motion tracking, but it's not perfect. Um, it is really easy to do a, uh, an exercise wrong in this game. And that's yeah. one of the things that kind of like pay pay close attention to the advice ring gives you and also pay attention to what um gives you the best resistance and workout Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of times where i would like have my legs too straight or something and it's like man this is really really easy and then i'd sort of like play around with the positioning of my legs or something it's like okay yeah that's that's how you get to hurt yeah if you mirror tip that's the faceless character's name Mm -hmm. right right if you mirror him he always has the best form and this game is really big about form so it'll try to nudge you and remind you and to get the most out of it but i think i could also what i want to try doing for the next few months is just putting more effort into all of my exercises because i think i figured out the minimum effort to get the great ranking on all the attacks but just because I don't have to squeeze further. It doesn't mean that I couldn't. And if I'm dissatisfied with like not getting, because the difficulty is up to 30, by the way, if I'm not getting what I want out of it, I can still try to put even more intensity into what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, actually, now that you mentioned it, that reminds me of something that I wanted to mention with the uh, uh, in the battle section. Now's a good time to... Um, don't feel like you have to go all the way up to 30 in this game. Um, cause I, I actually did start playing it at 30. I think I'm currently at 26, uh, intensity. Um, and I, I made a point of lowering the intensity after I beat the final boss. So I was playing at like 28, uh, when I did that. And the thing I, I noticed when I was playing at 30 is the game stopped being fun cause it just mm. took too long to get through a bat, the battles. Yeah. So, and if you play on a lower difficulty, you can always play more levels. Yeah, um, so that is definitely something I would say is um, find the, like, get it as high as you can while it's still fun. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, you're, you're going to get better at this. Like, the first day I played this, I was dying. Like, I, yeah. I felt, you know, it's the weirdest thing. The f- first day, I was out of breath. I was, like, feeling dizzy. I was sweating profusely. And then the second time I did it, you know, two days later, I felt way better about it. And it's, it's almost like my body just went, fine, I guess we're All doing right. this now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh, and we forgot to talk about um, which categories it does best. I said arms. Oh, okay. Well, 
What do you think? Me? I think this is a cardio game. Yeah? Yeah, I think the, the running and all of that, it does cardio probably the best. Um, it yeah, tries right. really hard to, to work your inverse um, abdominal like the where you press the ring against your stomach and i have never gotten like except for maybe the one where you do the twist to paddle the um boat mm-hmm. those just mm-hmm. i don't know what it's trying to accomplish with that <laughs> yeah. um though yeah. maybe maybe it's just like a weird thing where that's do, do you like does that work anything for you or no am I just weird no it doesn't Sometimes I remind myself, like, squeeze this really, really hard and try to get something out of it, but I don't think I do. Okay. I was thinking maybe it's just because I I did martial arts and those muscles are very important to that, and it's like, okay, maybe my body's just already acclimated to that. Right. But. Yeah, Yeah, and one more thing that I think this game does poorly is that it doesn't respect your time the best, I don't think. If you have a solid hour, then great. You can do the blood pressure checks. You can play the side quests and listen to the story and everything. But if you're like me and you have more like half an hour, you just want to get into the levels and do the battles and advance. And this game makes it hard. And I even started setting up the night before. Like, I would go into the game. I would put the Joy-Con and the accessories and lay them out and stuff. And I would even go into the world and pick a level and start the level. Because it's just so much setup time that it would take away from what I was actually trying to do in the game. And that works except for if you don't start a level or if if you don't start a level the night before... So you're just somewhere in the menu or in the overworld or you beat that level and you go back to the overworld, then it actually kicks you back out to talk to ring and tip and do your morning stretches and everything all over again. So it's like they really don't want you to game the system. And the the system, I feel like, just kind of slowed me down sometimes. Did you ever? Yeah, it is one of those things that it takes, like, for me, it takes at least 45 minutes to, Mm -hmm. to do it. But then again, like I said, I have like a minimum... Um, amount of exercise that I'm trying to and a target that I'm trying to hit every time so that that definitely plays into it yeah all right Glenn what do you want to see in ring fit adventure 2 um I would like to see the option to set different um, difficulties for different categories of exercises or each exercise individually because there are some exercises that are really hard for me and I feel like that the the difficulty settings aren't really proportionate to how difficult that exercise is. Like uh, the overhead squats. I hate those. I hate those so much. How about the wide squat? Not nearly as bad, oddly enough. It's raising my hands over my head. Like wide squat, that's something you kind of get used to in doing like uh, traditional karate styles. yeah, so the wide squats squats still hurt, but it's the overhead squats that are like the worst, and they're all over the place in that game. <laughs> it's it's very yeah. hard not to do them. I completely agree, though. If it could ask you, is this exercise hard for you? Easy, medium, and kind of tune things to that. So well, and there is a, there is like an assist mode or something, but it's for like, oh, hey, are you in a wheelchair or something? I think yeah. I haven't played with it. Right. So for me, it would be I can stay on level 30, but squats are hard, so could I please do half the reps on those or something? Uh, what else would we like to see in a sequel? I don't think that's enough to merit a number two. That would be like a, a helpful update. Uh, I'd say another thing they could do is give options for like the different, what kind of ring con you have. Yeah. Um, or maybe like, uh, maybe have like a mode where you can strap more Joy Cons to your body for better, better uh, motion tracking. Yeah, just become a cyborg. Why not? Yeah, you know, just just 
put on the, the ping pong balls and get in the mocap suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about online multiplayer? Because exercising can be a lot more fun when you have competition. Yeah, actually, multiplayer, that's a great idea. That's something that I'm really surprised wasn't here, like, you know, having a race mode or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or a squat contest. Like, I I find it really strange that that wasn't included in the first place. Yeah, and, I mean, that's why gyms exist, because you get around other people that, that challenge you. But also, like, Apple Watch, you'll get a notification, like, so-and-so has completed their rings for for seven days in a row you're gonna let them beat you like that and it's kind of uh i mean there's kind of an element of that where you can see what your friends are up to but it doesn't really shove it in your face mm. yeah i haven't noticed that <laughs> that feature yeah you can you can go into like uh my records and stuff and compare where you stand with other people okay and you know for the most part yeah i i the few times i went in there it's like oh yeah so-and-so hasn't played in like 90 days and it's like okay well yeah but I think Super Mario Run did it well, where it's like on the overworld, your friend completed this level in this time, and can you beat it? And if so, it sends them a notification, just kind of keeps that rivalry going actively. Yeah, that's a good idea. So better online integration, that would be a good feature. Yeah. How about not taking a screenshot every five seconds on accident? <sighs> yeah, I have a, I have to keep going through and deleting those. And that's especially frustrating because there was a... Like, for the first 100 days or something, I uh, would take screenshots of, like, how many calories I burned until I realized that it was already saving all that information for me. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I can go back through my records and see, okay, I don't need to do that. Now I just take screenshots of whenever I get, like, a, a milestone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's Ring Fit Adventure. Closing thoughts, Glenn? Um, it... You know, it's. I was really surprised about it. Uh, surprised by it, I should say. Uh, I you, honestly. You were this, skeptical before you bought, right? I actually didn't buy it. It was. It was a Christmas gift. Mm. Um, you know, my mom was asking. You know, in my family, we don't try to guess what each other want. We just say what you want. <laughs> and so I and I typically I try try to come up with a list of things. So there's still kind of an element of surprise. Um, and so I, w- I was listing things off, and she's like, wait, an exercise game? Good idea. And it's like, okay, that wasn't really the, you know, on the, at the top of my list. But, you know, I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad that's what she, she went with. Awesome. So, yeah, um, honestly, I'm still playing this. I'm probably, I may end up, if Nintendo doesn't make, like, a sequel for the next system, I may, like, just keep my Switch plugged in to keep playing this. <laughs> like, yeah. after, after, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, like those um those senior citizens in the old folks home that are still playing uh Wii Sports bowling (laughs) (laughs) yeah I appreciate this game Nintendo did a great job and it's pretty much the only exercise that I do in general and for sure the only exercise that I really enjoy so um kudos to Nintendo and the team that put this together there have been a couple days when it's like, okay, I only have 10 minutes. I'm going to do all the exercises that Ring Fit Adventure doesn't give me. So, like, push-ups and side planks and jackknives and stuff. And that reminds me of the good old Wii Fit days. So, I think a good a good sequel could maybe merge some of the best aspects of both of those. Maybe bring back the balance board along with the other sensors. Who knows? Yeah, that would be cool. All right, oh, thanks so much. Question. Yes. Male or female avatar? I did male. Okay, same here. I just yeah. he he I don't know. There's something about him. He he just kind of looks like a doofus. And he, he's like <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, I guess this is my life now. And that, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's just something about that. You know, the the female character. Like I understand why uh, they they promote her in the the marketing, but um, you know, she, she always, in at least in the promotional material, maybe it looks different in game where where you're seeing more emotional expression. But she always looked like she was kind of on the ball and mm-hmm. tough and competent and all that. And you know, the male guy is just sort of like this. This ring is talking to me, and that's a dragon. And yeah. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> and it's still weird. Twenty two worlds later. 
No, nah, he, How... he kind of gets adjusted to it by then. I, I or no at way. The very least he goes numb to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you that his animation changed. I think that's too minute of a detail for Nintendo to give it. Prove me wrong. Um, how long until they're added to Smash Bros? Do you think uh, it'll be anywhere in Ultimate DLC? Do you think it'll be the next game or the game after that? Alternate skin for Wii Fit Trainer. They'd have to take out some. Well, I mean, uh, you know, if Lil Mac can get a wireframe figure, like... And I could hoodie. see it. I could see it being an alternate skin next game. Yeah, next so, game. Well, I didn't. I didn't mean this game. Like next game, okay. obviously. Yeah. I don't think that's they've kind of ever what, added skins in DLC. That's kind of what happened with Olimar, who is just Olimar in Brawl, but in Smash Four, he could be Olimar or Alf. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's what they'll do for Smash Six. And um, we we may get some me costumes. I don't know. Yeah. Drago could be a character in Super Smash Bros. Eight. Dragon would actually make a pretty good meat costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening to episode 27, listening to the Two Button Crew podcast in general. We've got a faithful few followers here after all these years, and we appreciate hearing from you in the comments. So whether you've played a little bit of Ring Fit Adventure, a lot, or none, it would still be good to check in, see how you're doing. Let us know what games you've been playing. And if you have any uh, any suggestions for podcast uh, topics, we're uh, always interested in new topics. You know, maybe some uh, if there are some older games you'd like us to talk about, some old favorites. Um, you know, just drop us a line. You can either uh, comment uh, on YouTube or our website, or you can send uh, me an email at glenn at twobuttoncrew.com. So that's glenn with one n at twobuttoncrew.com. Okay, like Len said, we'd love to hear from you in the comments, and uh, we'll talk to you next podcast episode. See you later. Bye.